Welcome to Urban Homestead Radio, preserving a homegrown way of life and inspiring others to bring the revolution home. Thanks to the support of our sponsor, Lehman's. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools, appliances, and home goods. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. Check out their website at lehmans.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. Let's go down. <laughs> Hi, homesteaders. I'm your host, Annie Sturvase from the Urban Homestead in Pasadena. I want to say happy spring, y'all, from the homestead. As you can hear, maybe the, um, the sounds we're recording outside because it's a beautiful, beautiful spring afternoon. And so we have the sounds of the city and maybe the sounds of the homestead uh, that will filter in through the background. So um, I have with me Justin, my brother Justin to join me today talking about what's growing on in the garden and well and I'll maybe talk about well I will talk about what's um, happening at the homestead as well so it's like I said it's spring it's a beautiful day it's a new season and spring has definitely sprung here on the homestead here in SoCal it is beautiful the yard is just grew seems to grow overnight it's full of flowers and 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 the herbs are growing so the scent of the herbs the jasmines the roses the lavender it's 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 beautiful and of course that means we're busy from sun up to sundown and we haven't had time to record a podcast um seems over there not enough time in the day and if what time we do have we just need some quiet time to sit down and recharge so we have some time today it's a sunday afternoon and uh we're going to try to squeeze this in, so we're going to get you caught up in what's uh, been happening and growing. I'm sure they missed this. <laughs> I know. I was like, what did we talk about the last time? But um, speaking of recharging, um, the restrictions are lifting, and so we a couple weeks ago we held our first tour since lockdown, and to be honest, we were kind of nervous. First of all, it hasn't we had you know hadn't gotten into our we hadn't gotten our spiel. You know, there's a there's a certain groove when you get, you know, do to do events or talk to people or host things. It's, it's, um, it's not a performance, but it's just like, I don't know what, what do you zone? call it. Yeah, you get, get in, in a zone. zone. It's like game day or whatever. Showtime. And, yeah, showtime. So, um, and then of course, uh, haven't really re- interacted with over a handful of people at once. So it was interesting. It was like, oh no, people <laughs> kind of thing. But, um, but it all went. We did it, half the size. So. No, yeah, we did half the size because of COVID uh, space. The, in California, they're, they're have, we're having to limit size and, of course, masked, and which we did. And it all went well, and people learned a lot. And we'll be doing it again, hopefully, every month. Um, and we'll the see. The next one sold out, too. Yeah, the next one, uh, March sold out, and then uh, April sold out. Um, we're thinking because May is a, a have five Sundays, we might do two in May, so we'll see. But uh, watch our or just continue to check up on our Facebook and Instagram or sign up on our newsletter. I haven't really updated the uh, homestead site, and I have to do that, so that's on my to do list <laughs> well, along with many other things. But uh, just keeping up with social things is is a cha- is a handful in itself. Uh, I don't know how people do it farming and and keeping up uh, appearances on uh, online is is quite a challenge. 
anyhow, and then, oh, yeah, and then my sister Jordan is, will be hosting a in-person chicken class if you're wanting to learn to raise chickens. That will be on April 22nd. Um, that, that, you can buy a ticket on our new website, urbanhomesteadsupply.com. Uh, that's our CSA farm box uh, website, new farm box website, and it will also be um, uh, putting t the tour event, uh, tour and workshop events on there, so you can buy tickets as well. So, and that see that's on the events thing. There's just so much going on. Uh, it just it seemed like everything exploded. Not only the the plants exploded around us, but just life it also exploded. You know, with the restrictions lifting, just seems like people just started emailing and coming back to volunteer so it's been just super busy uh, and so we're just trying to catch up with everything on that planting harvesting preparing packing picking oh just list goes on and on anyhow so just um on that front what's growing on in the garden and tell us uh, i don't know where we left it i kind of <laughs> Blinking where we left off, but I think um, we were talking about the new software switch or something. Oh right, and then, and then we did yes. get some rain. I think we were dry. Now we finally did get some yeah. rain. We had we one. Did. I mean, literally, in the last five months, we've literally had like five storms. I know it's been and pretty dry. And it's like dry. one once. I mean, if you can count them on one hand, which is pretty sad. Um, there hasn't been a rainy season or a rainy no, week. There's no. a rainy day. Day, yeah. And then by the time the next week comes along, it's, it's dry. It's dry. And I think it was like two weeks ago, it was 57 degrees <laughs> on Wednesday, <laughs> and by Sunday, it was, it was 90. So it was a little bit of weather whiplash. We were sitting here by the heaters with the farm box day with getting <laughs> frostbite, getting frostbite, <laughs> California next cold. Next, we're stripping off into it. And then, then, then we're like, it's hot. <laughs> so, no, it's California weather, and, and we're not used to weather um, or Period, rain. Period, but, but the weather whiplash is a little crazy. Yeah, but our wet, rainy, wet season was not um, is almost is almost well, it's practically um, over. Mm -hmm. We don't get anything this month. It's going to be a long, hot, dry summer, spring and summer, uh, which means fires, which means watering, which means irrigation, which means more work and more stuff like that. So speaking uh, of irrigation, tell me what's going on. I saw you and uh, Sanjay doing some stuff out there with the little nozzles, and I hear. Uh, what did they say? <laughs> turn it on or turn it off. It was a whole big... Uh, well, the original... Well, not the original, but the setup I had... Uh, the tea tape I had got from a friend and set up over the long 40, 50 foot, foot beds. Didn't quite... They worked for about two years, and then between the scissors and the shovels and the turnover, because it's a lot of turnover rates. Scissors, you meaning when we cut the greens in the garden beds, we cut the tape, right? Yes, it's Whoops. very thin. I mean, it's very thin. <laughs> it's very thin irrigation thing, and it did work for two years. But um, over time, it's sort of gotten, how do you say that, used? or uh, Yeah. And then whenever we turned over bed, you know, then they got kinks and cuts and stuff like that. So, um, fortunately, uh, Sanjay, Sanjay our volunteer, took you, over mm -hmm. uh, some of the, how do you say that? Responsibilities? Uh, farming responsibilities? No, the farming, compost and the irrigation. Uh -huh. like sometimes I just don't have time to shop. Mm -hmm. Go to Home Depot or and sit sit there and look at all the irrigation things. It get overwhelming because it's like, oh, what do you do here? And what... Most commercial irrigation is set up for rows or six inches apart. 
ours are not that way. Ours are like literally six centimeters apart mm-hmm. or it's every square inch. So we've been messing around, I guess you say, with soaker hoses and distances and um, how to keep the hose, how to keep the irrigation there. But because of our high turnover rate, how to remove it and put it back and put it in, put it back. So we had we did a test crash test dummy or whatever on <laughs> one bed. Crash test irrigation. Crash yeah. test irrigation on <laughs> one bed and we did a foot apart. I was like, man, that's a lot of irrigation uh, drip hoses. So the next bed we tried two feet apart and we'll see how it goes. Um, obviously it's not going to be totally uh, like, I'm still going to be here hopefully and still watering uh, the beds. And we have but, the Oyas as well. Yeah, so. Oyas, but the long row crops and mm-hmm. stuff like that. If when it gets hot, it's almost watering. It's almost a full. Well, it is a full-time job. Mm-hmm. By the time you're finished watering, you have to, you have water to do again. it all over again, and then throw in Santa Ana winds and um, stuff like that. Speaking of winds, we did have a little windstorm last week. Mm-hmm. It sort of tripped our power and that was fun house. on Farmbox Day. Yeah, of course, Farmbox <laughs> Day. Wake up three o'clock and the computer won't turn on and won't print anything. <laughs> and it's like, what happened? And then, so I think it was had to do with the wind. And then we've been messing, trying to find the, I don't know how you say, short, or try to find what's tripping the line. Because we do have solar panels, so we had to figure out if it's... Solar panels, and then refrigeration, um, and then roommates and stuff like that. So trying to figure out what tripped it. But I think it was the wind, but then it happened again and again. And so now I have to track down what's happening. And as people with this old house, it's never-ending. The sink's clogged. And the sink's unclogged, and then the sink's clogged, and then, um, yeah. So all the fun stuff of uh, taking care of this old house, plus the farming, plus thing. But I'm not complaining. It is life. It's, uh, <laughs> fortunately, you can do it DIY, most of it. Electrical might be a little, uh, I might have to crawl, call in the professionals to help me track down what's, why it keeps going out. It happened twice, so hopefully that's the end of it. But I upgraded some of the uh, some of the wiring and the breakers, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was fun. Farmbox day, no power. Well, power in half the house, which was <laughs> and we needed first. to print up the receipts. And yeah, which so is like, oh. printer. You know, the internet was on, <laughs> but the printer wasn't on. Simple living at its best. Yes, at uh-huh. its finest. So, yeah, fun stuff. But fortunately, the internet was on, which is. Uh, Kept everybody happy, kept the business running. Um, but yeah, we'll have to figure out where, why half the house went out uh, two weeks after in a row. The after the windstorm. So. so, on the weather front, then, so uh, back to the gardening. What's, um, you've, I saw you got some, uh, you planted some heirloom tomatoes. What kind of new tomatoes did you bring in this year? Like varieties. There was one, I saw one uh, volunteer uh, oogling or drooling over one. It was called Black, what was it? Black Tiger Stripe or something? What was it? Well, I did, for, for the record, <laughs> for my protection, I did get some slicers. So okay, that's, that's a, a long-running joke. That's a disclaimer. That's a long-running joke. I jokes. have some slicing tomatoes. <laughs> I hereby proclaim that I do have slicing tomatoes, and we will, well, there's no guarantees in farming, but hopefully we'll have slicing tomatoes. So your sister doesn't say, do they plant slicer tomatoes? Yeah, well, so, if you guys have been turned into the podcast, it's a running thing with with uh, Justin and myself is... Uh, one year he planted so many tomatoes, uh, it was all these artisans and all these posh little gourmet tomatoes. And then I, I was like, oh, yeah, these are beautiful. And then I went out in the yard and I was like, did you plant any slicers? And he looked at me like. And what did I say? 
<laughs> he said, shut up. Um, so, uh, yeah, I got some pineapples and slicers and zapotecs and mm-hmm. whatever. One says two to five pounds. And I'll okay, so you're I like, see. you're now you're going to give it to me. You're yeah, like, now you're, you're going to have, have one, five, one five pound tomato at your service. You can last you a month, but... No, okay, um, no. <laughs> yeah, we got a shipment of Oyas in, so uh, that was that's Oyas, available um, on our site. Yeah, uh, so Oyas, if you're not familiar with Oyas, Oyas are uh, a clay pot irrigation method that it's subsurface. The clay pots are not um, glazed, so the water seeps out. So it's an ancient method of irrigation we've been using for the last 15, 20 years. Actually, it was funny because I told the guy that when he came to deliver the, the Oyas, we get them from a, a, a well, now Fred, I guess. Fred and quite of ours in, in uh, New Mexico. We're talking about like the history of Oyas and now how they're being used. They're in Home Depot. They're on. They're all over the internet now and and things. And I was telling the story how I found them. It was on this rinky ding. Ge- if no, maybe maybe I'm dating myself, but a rinky ding GeoCity site when I when I did research it and and then I researched who was actually making it and found this gentleman and his organization in New Mexico and then. I did a blog post, and that, at that time, this was before Facebook and Instagram, and that 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 face uh, that um, blog post or whatever took the internet by storm, and uh, now Oyas yeah, are everywhere. We shipped them all over the world, yeah. and then when Dad died, we sort of pulled down the website, the sh- online store website, and now we relaunched it at so UrbanHomesteadSupply.com. Yeah. So you can find them there. We're currently not shipping them. You can pick um, them up though. Local pickup. There's a few left. If there's more demand, we'll get another shipment in. But there are lifesavers, especially in container farming and gardening, up against the house. Um, like I said, if you've been following us, you know there is no guarantees of farming. But four peppers and oil in a pot, it's almost almost guaranteed to get you peppers. And I so. think I have that video of you putting the oyas in the pots on YouTube. Oh yeah, YouTube. the Farmbox customer said that came in handy. Yeah. And so. Um, so yeah, you can check it up on YouTube. YouTube channel. Yeah. So that that helps with the irrigation, but unfortunately, to do the whole yard, it'd be like three to four thousand dollars in oyas. So a lot of it is hand watered, and a lot of it, if we get the drip irrigation set up, it could uh, help us out. Certainly, it doesn't work on everything, but it does work on uh, thing. Uh, what else we got? Uh, oyas, tomatoes. I went overkill on basil and peppers. Um, basil was so bad last year, it sort of overcompensated and got too much, started too early, too fast, too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so the second batch did better than the first batch. And hopefully there'll be less mildew, which um, which is one of the reasons for the drip irrigation for the basil to prevent the mildew. Um, yeah, so- what else we got? We got six foot high fava beans. We got... I thought I was ahead of the game, but it is April, and now I got all these tomatoes that need to go on the ground. But all the yard is full of vegetable uh, greens and salad and herbs collards and, and, and collards and mustards, mm, kales, radishes and, and green onions and leeks and, and dandelions and favas. And so I have to sort of pot them up and keep them around till I can. Oh yeah, the cucumbers are growing. Um, yeah, so try to keep them keep them staggered and try to keep us still in business so mm-hmm. it's gonna be tricky as usual to change over from the fall fall winter spring crops to summer crops and try to stay in business uh it's it's tricky because you can't turn over the whole yard and plant tomatoes because then you'll be out of business for two months mm-hmm. um 
two or three months to all those tomatoes and cucumbers. Speaking of business, this because of I think this week because it was Easter, we must have packed a, 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 almost a thousand edible flowers. You think between the farm box customers, our catering, and the country club? Yeah, it was surprising. I don't know if that's oh, and just... the ladies and there's these two. Is it two now? These uh, women who have a bakery or uh, sort of like catering business or something. I'm not quite sure. They're like baking. Yeah, it was big. I mean, Valentine's Day was big, mm-hmm. and then we said, "Oh, it was a one-time thing." And then no, Easter, Easter picked up, and was like, "Can I have a box of flowers in 20 minutes?" And <laughs> I was like, "Okay, give us a minute." I was packing a lot. It was beautiful. It was like nasturtiums, mixed flowers, pansies. I'm looking over your shoulders. Like I said, we're outside enjoying the beautiful spring day, and I'm looking over the Justin's shoulder um, and seeing the greenhouse in the distance, and it's. I can, it's like green inside. You looks like you have cuttings and 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 baby plants going on in there. Is anything that greenhouse help you get a jump on this year? Because it's yeah, the I first get time some, we've had a greenhouse or well, no, proper greenhouse. Sorry, uh, walk in greenhouse. Walk in proper greenhouse. Um, the squash, the cucumbers, and the basil. Obviously, enjoyed the warmth. I was able to get a head start on that. The issue now is they're ready to go on the ground and I don't have any place to put them mm-hmm. because all the other stuff all the beds are full so I have to decide pot it up into four inches until I have an empty spot or turn over a bed turn over some of the salad mix or harvest some of the I'm harvesting some of the green onions and putting the peppers in there but it's always tricky around this time to keep the fall winter crops growing and putting in the summer stuff so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun it's gonna be interesting how that how that works yeah and uh we got a couple new in, interns aka or interns left volunteers um join the program so um they've been a yeah, big they help. help they help tremendously because some of the i don't really say I hate to use the word weeding, but it's basically pulling out plants that are growing where they mm-hmm. should grow. Mm-hmm. Edibles, totally edible plants. Deadheading. Deadheading, watering, picking, packing, um, stuff like that. It, they they help tremendously. Um, I had one lady, because she, she walks up the driveway um, to see the farm boxes, and she's like, are those the same flowers that I see every time for the last, you know, four Four months and I'm like, yeah, they're the same. They're we have like pansies and edible flowers and in, in uh, the what earth boxes, huh? Because she's like, they're they're producing. Usually they die. It's like they grow and they die. She's like, are those the same or you are just you, keep replanting? I'm like, no, you they're totally the same. You totally deadhead them and pick them. I mean, they're, they're not exactly. Yeah, and literally or figuratively, they're not. Yeah. Yes, they are the same plants. But they're not, not the, the same, same flowers. flowers yeah. So deadheading. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that, but it's a term. And Dad would do this a lot, um, and I guess learned it from our grandfather as well. Is the the flowers? If you there's to keep the plants or especially the flowers producing. Um, when the flowers die it, and they're on the plants and then they're trying to produce new flowers seeds. and and then the, the old flowers produce seeds, it's just a waste of energy. So if you want to keep that plant uh, or the flowers going longer, it's called deadheading. So we go and we pinch off all the dead flowers. In our free time. And, yeah, in our free time. Uh, that's what volunteers are for. And um, what they learned, they learned, they're like, I didn't know what deadheading was. And, and it was a, it's an experience. It's, well, it's a learning experience for them. Bunny or the, yeah. uh, turtle or whatever. Yeah, bunnies so. and turtles love that stuff. So, um, yeah, so it's a, uh, we think, oh, it's like second nature for us, but it's a new experience for them. So, um, and let's see what else. 
yeah, no, the tomatoes look beautiful. It's that golden hour of the afternoon. Uh, everything's just... Oh, and the jasmines are blooming. It's like crazy. It's like in the in the evening. It just smells amazing. Um, I got some, we got some went to Hahamanga Native Plant Nursery uh, a couple weeks ago, and we got some uh, native plants for the front yard hugel. And I'm really in love with this. I mean, yeah, love with this plant, but it's called Wooly Blue Curl, and the smell is absolutely insane. It uh, smells like vanilla. Uh, blueberries, bubblegum, citrus, it's just, it's amazing. And so I, I just fall in love with this plant, so I bought two of them. Hopefully they'll, they'll survive because um, I've been told they're very picky when it comes to their roots. They like their roots dry, so hopefully we planted them in a dry place and, and they make it. But um, the, And then we got a couple, another one I liked was called Coyote Mint. That smells amazing as well. So I'm trying to get more into the natives and uh, native herbs, native uh, plants uses uh, for doing stuff with that. Because um, I love always, I mean, since I was little, loved herbs, and so I'm, I'm trying some new herbs this year. Yeah, we still have uh, lavender quote oh, unquote issues. <laughs> um, what Lots happened was we didn't sell into this one customer client. So us. Uh, caterer for 27 years and we would not grow specifically for them but we knew what they wanted every week or every month or every year so we planted heavily for them and due to COVID nobody could have parties so they've been shut down for a year plus and I texted the chef for the GM they're like they're not opening anytime soon so we have literally a ton of lavender blooming like crazy. And they're huge. They're gorgeous. They're yeah. just It's kind of hard because, I mean, the annuals, you just don't plant them again. But the lavender is drought tolerant. The lavender is perennial. Um, we have three or four, five, six different kinds. And they, tis the season for lavender. So um, the local soap lady took a bunch, make soaps, uh, the smudge sticks made smudge sticks uh, she made still. hydrosol as well so the native roots uh, Teresa who does the soaps for the farm box program she made uh, lavender soap specifically with our lavender and she also uh, extracted some hydrosol with our lavender as well so that was uh, we're pretty excited about that uh, and um, yeah just lavender what else to do with it but oh, yeah. yeah it was sort of over planted I mean not over planted but I tried we, bath bouquets this, yeah. this this season, or this year, this last weekend, I don't know, this last week uh, at, for the far boxes, I did this little thing called bath bouquets, um, which sounded super cool. Um, you can put it in your shower or in your bath. Um, just, you know, c coming up with creative ways to, to use the herbs and all the stuff that's growing around yeah. here. Well, I just got to decide if we should plant something else, but they're perennials. <laughs> they look good um, right now. So yeah. we'll, we'll and they're good. Go. They don't need any care. Nothing bothers them. So they're going to stay for a while, but uh, we, some of the annuals that we're going to talk about transplanting or not planting them um, due to new sales um, thing. Um, let's see. So speaking of edible flowers, uh, I'm sitting here at the table and there's a, t a jar of this gorgeous nasturtium vinegar. If you're following our Instagram, you maybe have seen the post about it. So we take the nasturtium flowers. And I put them in a, in a canning jar and then pour 
uh, white vinegar over it, and in within hours, this was just done two hours ago, it's already turned or a beautiful orange color, and it's great for salad dressing. So it's a little home, maybe homestead hack or homestead recipe to use simple. up all the nasturtium it's flowers very simple. Um, for salad dressings and, and things like that. So I'm making a bunch of that. Very Like I said, super simple. Don't have to cook anything. Don't mix anything. Just put flowers in a jar and pour vinegar over it. And in two hours, the, the white vinegar is tor- turned into a gorgeous orange. And uh, you can make uh, salad dressings with that. Um, so just doing things like that, just come, getting creative and using all the stuff. I, I mean, you could have a full-time herbalist and you could have a full-time, I don't know, there's so many, there's so many things that are, that are just waiting to be tapped. And it's um, kind of, it's too many sometimes for me. It's a little overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> farm life is overwhelming. <laughs> You love something. what you do. So <laughs> if you don't love it, then you're in, you're in the wrong business. Oh, but we want to talk about the the salad uh, Chef O'Neill uh, did for his. It was beautiful. Yeah, uh, well, they can't see the picture. They can't see the picture. Maybe you can use it as a. Maybe you can uh, use it as the. Maybe or something, or I'll post it on Instagram. It was just a beautiful one of our the uh, Chef O'Neill took a farm box um, and he made a dinner out of it, right? Yep. Yeah. So that was, and we appreciate the support of that. Speaking of the farm boxes. Customers, we appreciate their their support, and we're actually also donating um, because of the the Urban Homestead Institute. We uh, and the donations coming from that. Uh, some specifically, people donated to uh, donate the surplus boxes and food to uh, those in need. So we are at the end of the week, we we go in and donate, um, have a food box uh, donation program. So. Uh, nonprofit, you know, growing that, growing the nonprofit, you know, board meetings, figuring out grants, all that good stuff. So that's what I've been involved in. And um, and then now, apparently, since a couple of days ago, one of our interns is uh, uh, kind of been saying, "Gotta get on TikTok. You gotta get on TikTok." And so, guess what? Well, she, we're on TikTok. She's passionate. I mean, <laughs> it's she's passionate about it, and mm-hmm. I. I'm too old to understand it, so... Um, <laughs> Let her go with that. So, no, she posted some really cool uh, videos. So we're officially so on we're officially TikTok. on TikTok. So, of course, Urban Homestead is our handle. And, uh, yeah, you'll be... You're going to sing one of those songs? Uh, <laughs> yeah, some of those ones, yeah, on TikTok, the viral ones are, yeah, not Homestead appropriate, but... <laughs> We'll do we'll do we'll do tame versions of something probably I don't know we'll see I'll just let I'll let her see what she does and have fun with it because they're just it's it's um it's such an experience to be here and the joy and the and the beauty it's it's hard not to share it but it's it's a challenge because it's like I'm in one one tier of you know emails getting back with people. Uh, paperwork, 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 and then there's the appreciating what is around. So we we'll hope to do a better job. But um, in the meantime, yeah. Well, the yeah. funny, the funny story about that was um, this intern comes uh, once or twice, uh, or used to come every week. Then COVID, now she's got to go back to work. But um, the funny story about that was we have a bird bath and a water and. <laughs> the okay. bird bath in the water <laughs> unfortunately because of the lack of rain the bees have been uh, drinking like literally I fill up the bird bath it's dry I fill up the bird bath within 10 seconds a uh, massive uh, bees. bees like not a swarm of bees but a, like 
traffic jam of bees come in and land in there. So one day, this uh, lady was volunteering, and she decided to put nasturtium leaves on there. As lily pads. As lily pads for landing. Landing landing lily pads for their bees. So I took video, or I took pictures. Oh, no, then you came the next day. No, because you had left to go pick uh, avocados from the farm, whatever, and I came in to see the garden because I checked on the, the native plants, and I was like, oh, that's super cool. I thought, wow, that's... That's a cool idea. And then, I, but I was like, I was trying to figure out, I wasn't aware either. I was out and I didn't know the volunteer had come. And I was like, Justin didn't do it. So who came in our garden and did it? Yeah. So it's just a simple hack that you, because bees need water, um, sometimes almost as much as they need nectar. And the lily pad provide a flotation device for mm-hmm. bees. So it was pretty, it was cute. And it went through, and obviously my sister knew it wasn't me. <laughs> So, I was like, Justin didn't do this. No, no, no. no, no. A guy didn't, sorry, guys, but guys didn't do this. So, this is not a guy thing. Yeah. This was, so, a, this was I, a woman touch yeah. that came in the garden. I, I so that one, that on, I, I think that was our original TikTok video, <laughs> but it's all good. Um, <laughs> if you're in the TikTok, well, they said black hole, um, we're on there now, so enjoy. <laughs> well, enjoy some wholesome, wholesome, wholesome yeah, TikTok, TikTok videos, yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord, some of them. All right, anyhow. Uh, speaking of enjoy, uh, coming to the end of our podcast. Wow, that f- time flew by. I thought I was going to have to talk about I mean, there's so much still going on. My mind's just like, oh, what else is there to share? Oh, the chickens are doing well. Everybody, Everybody's doing well. The ducks are laying like crazy. Oh, the ducks are laying like crazy. So if you guys need duck eggs, hit me up because we have lots of duck eggs now. So uh, duck eggs we do have. And um, and anything else? Yeah, just keep following us and uh, stay and tuned for our next one. Hopefully, it's not a month from now. <laughs> or a month um, and a half. I don't know when the last one. I didn't want to look. I didn't want to look. I was like, when would we do the last one? And I was like, Three should I look? From now. No, I just didn't look. Yeah. I know. We gotta like, get oh. some special guests besides. Yeah, Justin. well, now that yeah, besides Justin, I know. <laughs> and here we have Justin. And here we have Justin. Um, no, I know. So now that COVID's lifting, maybe more people apt to come out and, and, get can, and get interviewed besides moi and just <laughs> so, uh, anyhow so I hope everybody's having a wonderful spring and their garden is is blooming and everybody's well and just enjoying this uh, amazing time of year where everything just you know that explodes, explodes. everything's you know to everything is a season and this season is one of just uh, you know, I find that's like a field of faith and hope to the, you know, for the future because this is new growth and looking forward to, you know, spring uh, possibilities and then summer harvest and fall harvest. So it's, it's a, it's a time to, to celebrate and hope you're celebrating it with your bare feet outside eating flowers. So, nasturtium <laughs> <laughs> vinegar. Yeah, nasturtium vinegar. So, until next time, um, keep on growing, and, and, and hopefully everyone is safe and well. Goodbye. We love to hear your feedback or questions. Visit us at urbanhomestead.org to check out what's happening on the homestead. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And until next time, keep on growing.